0: Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement My name is Amjad Tarseen and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls oh, take, my hand, take my hand Come with me Take your time, take your time, but don't you see alaikum alaykum and welcome to episode 6 of Soul Food Where we're going to talk about enmity Which is essentially just another word for hatred But a sense of, uh, a deep sense of dislike and hatred for another person So in yesterday's episode we looked at anger And how to deal with anger and the importance of controlling anger Today we're going to look at enmity, and tomorrow, inshallah, we'll look at envy. And all three of them are kind of intertwined and interrelated. What we'll look at in this episode, inshallah, is the danger of controlling anger. Right? I know that sounds funny. The dangers of controlling anger. There are some dangers. There is a little extra step that we have to take when we're dealing with anger in order to uh, properly channel that energy or channel that response into a way that's positive and pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We'll also look at the importance of forgiveness, and we'll look at how good overcomes evil, and how the believer is required and expected to respond to evil with goodness, bi ta'ala, uh, uh, with God's permission and assistance. So let's look at how uh, controlling anger can be dangerous. Scholars of the path of spiritual refinement, they say that when anger, so if a person doesn't express their anger, that's what we were talking about yesterday, controlling anger and not letting it overtake you. When you don't allow your anger to manifest in the way that you talk or the things that you say or the things that you do, what naturally occurs is that it becomes bottled up inside. And if it's bottled up inside and it's not dealt with properly, it festers and it becomes enmity. So on top of controlling your anger, you also have to be careful about not allowing it to take root in your heart and fester into something that is also damaging and and uh, harmful. One of the companions who lived with the prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, who was seemingly, outwardly, seemed like a very simple person. But the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he said that to the other companions, he said, you want to see someone of paradise? Do you want to see one of the people of of Jannah, of paradise? And the companions as always wanting to learn and wanting to implement whatever goodness, whatever could get them closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They were immediately like, absolutely, like who is one of the people of paradise? And the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he pointed out a man, a particular man. So one of the Sahaba he said, you know what, I'm going to observe him. I'm going to see what his secret is. What is it about him that made the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, single him out and say that he's one of the people of paradise. So he came over his house and he stayed with him for three days. And it was interesting because the companion who stayed with him observing within himself, he was like, I'm not noticing anything particularly obvious. He's not getting up extra early to pray in the middle of the night. He's not fasting all day. He's not doing this, you know, outwardly. It's not apparent what distinguishes this man. So much so that the prophet would call him a people of paradise while he's still alive on this earth. So after three days, This companion approached the man and he said, you know, I I came here to observe what it was about you that was different, what it was about you that was special. Because the prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he said that you're one of the people of paradise. So the man, the companion, who outwardly seemed simple, he said, you know, I don't have a lot of fasting. I don't have a lot of extra prayers, as you can obviously see because you've stayed with me. He said, the thing that might stand out in my mind, that might be it, is that before I go to bed every night, I forgive everyone who's harmed me that day. That when I go to sleep at night, I remove any enmity or any ill feeling in my heart towards anyone. And when this companion went back to the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, and he said that that's what the man told him, the Prophet said that is why he's one of the people of paradise. That's it right there. So we have to be careful within our hearts. One of the veils, one of the things that our nafs uses against us in our path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the sense of anger and enmity and hatred towards someone. So we have to be very careful about it. When you look at the companions, When you look at those around the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, they were really amazing in the sense of spiritual refinement. They were miraculous human beings. And what I mean by miraculous human beings is that their character was character that was miraculous in and of itself. So Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Mas'ud anhu, one time he was in the market and he wanted to buy something. And when he looked in his pouch to purchase something, he found that his money had been stolen. That someone, when he wasn't looking, someone stole his money. And if that happened to any one of us, obviously it would be very upsetting. right? Some would be like, how dare someone go into my personal belongings, take out my money. I could have needed it. This is like, it's a crime. It's no doubt that it's a crime to steal from another person. Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, he found that his money had been stolen. So the people around him started to curse the person who stole the money. May Allah do this and that and the other to them. They stole your money and so on and so forth. And it is something that's haram. It's something that's forbidden and displeasing to God. Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Mas'ud anhu, who had learned directly and was transformed by the rearing and teaching and example and beautiful character of the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him. He said, don't curse the man. Don't curse whoever stole it from me. He said, if this person stole my money because they needed it, because they were in a, a, a state of poverty, they were hungry, they had you know a need for that money and the only way that they could get it was to steal from me, then may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless what they took from me so that it actually helps them. I mean, look at him. He didn't have any enmity in his heart. He didn't uh, uh, curse the man. And it's funny because unfortunately, it's become too common today to curse when we're upset or to see people cursing this person or that group or this people or that or or the other. But a believer is a is someone who expresses and produces beauty even in the face of ugliness. So Sayyidina Abdullah bin Mas'ud, he said, don't curse him. If he needed that money, then may Allah bless him in that. And if he stole it as a crime, in other words, like he didn't need the money, if he didn't need it, then I pray to Allah that this is the last sin he commits. I turn to Allah and I pray that this is the last sin that he commits. What a beautiful response. That is a response from a heart that has been purified a heart that is turning to Allah and expressing the human beauty that is expressed when one becomes close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that brings us to the last point about good overcoming evil. We have these nufus, we have these egos. We are people who even can logically and intellectually convince ourselves of some of the bad things that we do in response to harms that we're faced with. And I'm not saying that there we don't have a sense of justice. I mean justice is is there, it's real. And if someone harms another person, then then as a human society, we need to, to establish justice and to protect people from those kinds of harms. But we're talking about from a spiritual perspective in our relationship with Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, ahsan." That good and evil are are not equal. That if someone treats you with ugliness, and you respond with goodness, then you've already you've already won. You've already been victorious. Not victorious in a sense of like a power struggle, but victorious in a sense of expressing beauty when the Nefs wants to express ugliness. That you've been victorious over the shaytan, over the devil, and over the whisperings of your own nafs. ادفع ahsan. Respond with what is better. So if someone is bad to you, someone responds to you in an ugly way. If someone is says something that's like racist, or someone insults you, or someone cuts you off on the road, or whatever it may be. And it's not easy. And the spiritual path is a bitter path. Because it's bitter because you have to stomp on your nafs. Nobody said it was going to be easy. But it is the path to Allah's pleasure. That when someone is ugly to you, respond with what is better. The Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, had people harm him time and time and time again. And he responded with amazing, miraculous beauty. And when you do that, the person who harmed you will become softened. Their heart will soften by the beauty that they see within you. Their heart will soften. They'll apologize. They'll change. They'll they'll uh, uh change from being whatever kind of hatred they had in their heart. That will transform into something beautiful. So that brings us to the call to action. The call to action is think of one person who you might have enmity towards. Think of one person that has upset you. And maybe you didn't express your anger verbally to them when they upset you, but it kind of festered in your heart. The call to action today is take a moment and make dua for that person. Take a moment and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Just like Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Mas'ud The noble companion of the Prophet When someone stole his money He made dua for them So the call to action Is to make dua For someone who has upset you And has maybe you have a legitimate reason To be upset with them But make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Blesses them And changes them for the better And removes that enmity and that anger and that hatred from your heart So let's start with that That'll be our uh, call to action today May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue to bless us In this beautiful month of Ramadan And continue to pour upon us His mercy and forgiveness And the spiritual breezes of transformation and change And turning back to Him Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi InshaAllah, we'll see you tomorrow. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi